An NFL investigation finds that the Miami Dolphins did, in fact, do some tampering with Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. Evan gives his initial thoughts on what or who has caught his eye through the first week of training camp. And running back Leonard Fournette, skinny Lenny, is feeling good. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, and welcome to the Locked On a Box Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, joined by 10 Tampa Bay's Evan Klosky here on the WTSP Wednesday. You can check out everything that he's doing over at 10tampabay.com and, of course, on 10 Tampa Bay. You can check out my work over at SBNationsBucksNation.com. And, of course, you can follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at Eklosky WTSP. Again, we thank you for making the Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. And the Miami Dolphins are dirty, rotten cheaters, the cheats, and they have been punished for their cheating ways. An NFL investigation discovered that the Dolphins tampered with quarterback Tom Brady not once but twice. The first was back when he was still under contract with the New England Patriots, and the second was this past offseason when he was still technically under contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as it pertained to the more recent of the transgressions. Miami reached out to Brady as early as December to discuss a role in ownership slash management with the possibility of playing quarterback for them in 2022. In the NFL findings press release, they said, quote, the Dolphins again had impermissible communications with both Mr. Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season while he was under contract to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those discussions began no later than early December 2021 and focused on Mr. Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times they also included the possibility of his playing for the Dolphins. Both Mr. Ross and Beal were active participants in these discussions. And quote, at the same time they were tampering with Brady, they were also tampering with New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton. I stopped there. To come be their head coach. Both Brady and Payton, coincidentally enough, retired uh, following the 2021 season. And then it looks like things kind of fell apart for Miami thanks to the accusations brought on by former head coach Brian Flores. And so these potential maybe could have, might have happened deals ended up falling apart. Evan, your thoughts on this massive news dump the day after the NFL decides to suspend Deshaun Walton for just six games. Uh, first off, I don't really remember exactly what we said in our episodes back in the day when this all happened. Um, oh, there were so many of them. There were a lot. Um, but if any way, shape, or form, we threw shade to Mike Florio, we got to owe, an, owe him an apology because he nailed the story. He nailed, He absolutely nailed the story. Every entity of it. Everything that was doubted, too. Um, but when you look at, at what this is, first off, I mean, 
harsh punishment for Miami. I mean, really hard. I mean, a first round pick and a third rounder. <laughs> that's I mean, that's steep. It's also interesting that Brady and Sean Payton, who obviously violated league rules, are not punished at all. So, I mean, Buccaneers fans don't have to worry about this. I wonder if Brady has to answer to some of this inside the locker room. Um, on one hand, I'm sure there's an element of we don't care. He's on our team, right? The GOAT is playing with us this season. And, you know, what? we were going to be lost without him. And he's here and we get to make a run for a Super Bowl. So if he does that and, you know, whatever. Don't really care what happened. He was looking out for himself, tampering, no tampering, whatever. The other hand, they were, they said no earlier than December. Yi, Don Yi, his agent, and Tom Brady were discussing this, uh, which would have put the Buccaneers at eight and three, nine and three, somewhere in that realm, en route to a defense of their Super Bowl. And Brady was, it seemed like, in earnest, looking for his exit strategy. Now, uh, personally, there's a part of me that thinks it's a nothing burger in the sense of, as humans, I think you can try to figure out what's next in life without being overly distracted by what your current goal is. I think one can compartmentalize. I think there's a little bit of a contradiction between what we hear listening back to press conferences of focused on today, focused on this team, not worried about the future, and then you you hear that he's focusing on the future as early as two, you know, six weeks prior to the end of the season and what could have been more than two months if they would have made it the whole way. So, you know, Brady has admitted he lies to the media all the time. It is what it is. We're, we're told half-truths, um, if not full-blown lies, which I think in this instance, that that's ultimately what you have to sort through, right, is what we were told were lies or misinformation, but when you try to ignore that and not make it about us who's reporting and make it just about what the black and white situation is, you know, he was trying to figure out what was next. So I can't really fault him for that. Um, but, but if I was a play, I mean, some people in that locker room might be salty, like, bro, we got a mission here. We have a mission and you're, you're already glancing out the door of what's next. I mean, it kind of goes against what, what he usually tells us. So, Whatever. Um, in the end, I think it will be a whatever for here in Tampa Bay. Does it tarnish a little bit of what he's got cooking? I don't know. I think that um, that that's probably victim of the moment stuff by some people of ah, Brady. Hey, you know, he turned his back on Tampa and came back, whatever opinions you want to make uh you know some people will make it more personal than others i guarantee you if he leads into a super bowl this year they won't give a crap about any of this the only thing i'll say is um brady definitely deserves culpability in this he does not come off squeaky clean it definitely comes off as shysty and he was involved in this in some degree we don't know to how much of that degree it was but tom brady is such a a micromanager of his life, his diet, his football, his game film, his practices, his businesses. There is no way that he was just allowing Don Yee and business partners to 
pull the strings on this and then present him with a portfolio the day that the Bucks were eliminated. There's just zero percent chance. Um, so, yeah, I just I think I think that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know about any of you. I think there's something about that that feels a little dirty. But um, in the end, as I said, it's still fairly a nothing burger. We knew he was tossing and turning on whether to return anyway for this season. And if all of this crap happened and blew up in his face just for the Buccaneers to get him for one more year, cool. (laughs) I I, I really think the only people who genuinely might be hurt by any of this would be the Bucs executives, Jason Light, um, anybody else who, you know, deals with the day-to-day behind the scenes of trying to make sure he's happy and they're doing everything they can uh, to fulfill his wishes, Bruce Arians, whatever it might be. If they didn't know about any of this and now it's come to light, uh, no pun intended, I think those people would probably be the most hurt by this emotionally. But as far as, like, entering the season, I, th- I think Brady will do what he's got to do to make sure – the team's all set that he squashes the distraction but um it's very understandable now why a on monday he had he decided to speak and b why he was salty that day when speaking he was not in a good mood and just gonna add two and two it equals four that um i have a hard time believing brady was not tipped off that this was coming down the chute yeah, uh, that would actually make a lot of sense. I mean, I know the offense struggled a little bit in in practice on Monday, and you know that alone is enough for for Brady to be frustrated or or PO'd. Uh, but yeah, if he got tipped off by Don Yee or his, you know, or or the Bucks or or anybody that hey, this report's going to drop, and uh, you know the the NFL's done with their investigation of the Dolphins. Yeah, that probably put him in a pretty bad mood and. Hey, look, like you said, at the end of the day, he's with the Buccaneers for this season. They're again, you know, bending over backwards to make him happy, bringing in Julio, bringing in Kyle Rudolph, bringing in Russell Gage, getting him all these weapons, setting this team up for a chance at a Super Bowl run. And if the conversations happen, the conversations happen. That's obviously what the NFL found. And we all we all know everybody listening to this podcast that is above the age of 16 knows what it's like to look for employment, right? To look for the next step in their lives. And the best time to apply for a job is when you already have one. So if he was looking ahead and and thinking the Dolphins might've been in that plan, then, you know, that's what he did. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to affect his play on the field. I don't think it's going to affect the Buccaneer season, but it is going to make practice next week so much more interesting when the Dolphins come to town for joint practices. Ain't that something. Oh, the irony. It's fun. All right. Well, coming up in just a minute, we're going to look back at what has transpired so far during training camp. And Evan is going to give his thoughts on what or who has stood out the most to him through the first week. But first, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, I've been through some things in my life. I'm sure Evan has. I'm sure all of our listeners have where sometimes you need somebody else to talk to, whether it's added stress from a job or your home life or 
the death of a loved one, a, a family member, a close friend, whatever the case may be, you may not always be able to get through it on your own. You need an open ear. Maybe you need a shoulder. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've had my moments in my life. For example, I was getting ready to have reconstructive spinal surgery at the age of 15 years old that could have paralyzed ailment, killed me. I needed someone that I could vent to that wasn't my mom, wasn't my dad. You know, they did go out and they found a professional for me to speak to, express my fears, you know, get some some encouraging words back and work me through that stressful process. Look, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online and available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And getting therapy every week is as easy as a few clicks on your laptop or your cell phone. With therapy, it can take a few tries to find the right fit for you, and BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change a therapist if needed. It's more affordable than a traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available to those who may need it. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. Thank you for making Locked On a Bucks your first listen or view every day. And we are a week into training camp now. Evan, you've been on the field. You've been there in person to watch some of these practices, watch some of these drills, talk to some of these players, you know, see all the goings on. So let's go ahead and get some of your early impressions as to what you've seen transpire so far, what has stood out, who has stood out. What's your early takeaway from week one? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, uh, still lamenting on how preventable that Ryan Jensen injury was. Going to be thinking of that pretty much the entire season. But beyond that, I, I do want to say I'm somebody that has really been riding Tyler Johnson. Not personally, not a fan. Uh, just of what I've seen previously. Last year he came into camp, was not in shape, and it just – he wasn't prepared to take that bigger role and and secure those those uh, opportunities that were coming his way when they were decimated towards the end of the season. He just he didn't thrive in those spots. Um, this year he looks good, uh, really good. A lot of his teammates are are pointing out that he's been stepping up, and I, I think that shows you kind of the the night and day difference of what they saw last year when he came in getting ready to go and what he looks like right now. So uh, he intrigues me as well as Scotty Miller. Uh, Scotty Miller has been fantastic. Uh, he had the play of the day when I was there on Monday. 
Uh, just a, a beautiful deep ball from from Tom Brady. He looks electric. He looks like he's got his feet underneath him. Of course, uh, Byron Leftwich telling us in the off season that maybe we underestimate how awful that turf toe type of injury is and how hard it is to come back from, especially when you're a player like Scotty who who relies on his speed and and uh, you know quick twitch muscles. So those are those are two players that um, I, I've noticed and and look fantastic. Um, Lenny, I know we're going to talk a little bit about Lenny soon, but the weight issues are not there. I think he looks great. And something that I saw when I looked at Rashad white in person, I was like, dang, this dude is huge for a running back. Like he is, he is a monster. He's not like bulked up yet, but I can only imagine what that looks like when, when he does get some more NFL, uh, weight training underneath him but he is a tall dude uh he's been catching a lot of balls uh, during the drills so that's just something um you know those are those are a handful of players that that i've liked and then um you know defensively it's a little harder to kind of judge you you're not playing full speed a lot of the times especially you know you're not tackling, you're not, you know, we can judge off of interceptions and, and those things. But, um, you know, so I haven't necessarily, I need a little bit more of a sample size to get a taste of the defense and, and what stands out to me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to, to see this offense uh, get rolling and get more more um, experience together because they have a lot, it, it's very clear they have a lot of uh, great pieces and a lot of talented players, Julio healthy, uh, him and Brady have been like, Brady's always talking with Julio. Like, I, I can't tell you the amount of video I have of just Brady walking over to Julio and just having these in-depth discussions of what, what he wants, what he's thinking of. So um, they are desperately trying to make that work. And, um, and, and I think it will for how long in a season, I don't know, but um, yeah, there's a lot of positives. You know, there's give and take in camp, ups and downs. It's hot as all heck out there. But, um, man, I just – I'd be thinking so much differently if that Jensen injury didn't happen because it's been very businesslike. I just I just feel like they're getting the work. There doesn't, there doesn't seem like a lot of fluff out there. It doesn't seem like a lot of, you know, messing around and wacky stuff. It is the, – the fanfare hasn't really – you know, it has been crazy at one buck, um, and that's partly because only season ticket holders can be there. But it just it feels like they're like I don't know week five practices. Uh, I don't know if they're in week five shape, but that's that's like how it feels being out there. That it just that they're just going. It's like a machine right now. There's not a lot of teaching and learning. It's just boom, boom, boom into the next thing, into the next thing. And, um, and yeah, so it's, those have just been some things that have been percolating, just taking a glance at them. All right. Well, and you know, maybe the, the all business approach isn't exactly the worst thing, you know, these are, no, and that's not meant as a bad thing either. Yeah. I mean, th this is a team that had Super Bowl aspirations and expectations last year. And, you know, I know in, in my limited time, you know, at training camp last year, there were some guys joking around, laughing, having a good time, you know, when they weren't 
you know, involved in whatever drills were happening at the moment. But maybe that lax approach isn't isn't what this team needs this year. They're out there on a mission, ready to get the job done. And yeah, everything that I've seen and, and heard about Julio so far in camp is is been glowing and great. And so I'm excited to see how that works. As you guys just heard, Evan Klosky confirmed he guarantees uh, 12 touchdown catches by Julio this year uh, because of all of the... Where, where's uh, that tape at? Where, uh, where are you digging that up? Editing's a fun tool, Evan. Oh, yes. I can make that happen. And all Julio right. Jones... We'll catch 12 touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, I, I have more than enough audio and video of you that I could clip together that sentence with enough research. Uh, we will be talking about Skinny Lenny and a little bit more about Rashad White coming up in just a moment. But first, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores and podcasts they have you covered head to bet online today or use use your mobile device to learn about the action happening today bet online where the game starts wrapping things up here on a wednesday edition of the locked on box podcast and skinny lenny is loving camp so far he spoke with the media following practice on tuesday by the way for those that may be on Twitter, you all need to go look up Leonard Fournette's Twitter account and see the cake that he got for Tom Brady's birthday. It might be the best cake I have ever seen what? in my entire life. Um, and cake, cake girl? Is that where he got it from? Kate? Is that what I'm seeing? Cake girl? I, I don't know who made it, but the detail is unbelievable and it also said happy 100th birthday on it which is hysterical um so go check Shout out to the cake girl it's in tampa great ratings Ooh, yeah I, hey i might go check it out i like cake uh but lenny spoke to the media following practice on tuesday and of course evan we know the big story all off season is how uh obese leonard fournette had become in the off season. Well, he looks fantastic. He looks like him old self. And so when he was asked how he was feeling six days into camp, he said, quote, I'm good, man. I'm in great shape. Happy to be back. Happy to be with my coaches and teammates. There's nothing like being back with your teammates. There's a chemistry that you have. There's some of the locker room talks you miss doing when you're working out and training. So I'm happy to be back and quote, uh, yeah, haven't seen any disparaging remarks about Lenny's weight through uh, the first week of camp. There's not, there is no, uh, there's nothing to say there. He's exactly. he looks he looks good, and and that was the whole thing that we just tell you, right. We mentioned that was a nothing burger too. It just the what Rick said in his podcast was like six weeks prior to when it was brought up to the public. Like it was all old news. So you, mm-hmm. You can't retroactively yell at him. You can only yell at him for the present. And he came to camp. Even back then, he said, I'm not in shape. I'll be in shape when the time comes. Um, And the only thing I hope is that his ligaments stay intact because he's always dealing with soft tissue injuries. And, you know, I hope hope he's got a good hamstring program, good quad program. 
Got to keep those legs fresh. But he is going to eat. If you, I'm assuming a lot of us play fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Love Lenny. He is going to be all over this offense. He is heavily involved, especially with Brady needing his safety valves. Lenny's going to be one of the guys. Oh, for sure. And one of the things that you know we've been excited about since April uh, is the addition of Rashad White. And, of course, Rashad White got some headlines in the offseason talking about he wants to come into camp and he wants to be the starting running back. And people are like, well, how's Leonard Fournette going to feel about that? Well, Lenny was asked about Rashad White. He said, quote, we talk every day. He sits right next to me. He's always coming to me, asking me questions, and I give him my best answer. A lot of people made a big deal about him saying he's coming and starting. I mean, why wouldn't that be your mindset? I mean, when I was a rookie, I had the same mindset, and my job is to pass that on down the line and help him out as much as I can while I'm here, while I'm still playing. And quote, sounds like the relationship between the two of them, who I think most of us believe that you know they will be the one-two punch by time we're maybe halfway into the season, maybe even sooner, that it'll be the uh, the Lenny and Rashad show in Tampa. I mean, you talked about how how impressive Rashad White has been, both just his physical presence, and then of course what he's been doing in camp. You know, what are, what's your take on the relationship between the two? I mean, as far as like takes go, uh, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, like, would. Would I want a player to enter camp being like, yeah, I'm cool being the backup? Like even even Kyle Trask. I mean, it's obvious that you know Brady's going to start, um, but you're just going to compete every day. I mean, that's sort of the mentality that you have to have. It's no shade to Leonard. He's not like, yo, Lenny sucks. I'm about to be the RB one over you. It's you know, it's just my mindset is to be a starter. I want to be a starter. So, you know, good on him. And that pushes Lenny. Right. That should, you know, that should scare Lenny. You know, nobody's ever safe in the NFL. Somebody comes along who's cheaper, better. See you later. So I I believe him. I, I, I definitely believe him. It's it's tough to understand what these athletes go through where, you know, you're grinding every day and you compete, challenge each other, but you can still have love and respect uh, for one another as well. And uh, and I wouldn't still discount Giovanni Bernard. I think that. Um, I think he he's also had his moments in camp too. Um, he looks in great shape. Remember when he came back from injury and was filling in for Leonard? I thought that he filled in nicely. He's a veteran. Brady, I think, prefers that it went possible. Um, so, not saying that Rashad White uh, won't emerge, but at least in preseason games where a lot of it is just watching the running backs between White. Bernard and Vaughn is going to be fun. And Vaughn's going to have to really compete to kind of prove that he should be above white, in my opinion, even though he, you know, he had moments too last year and Bruce Arians always talked him up. Um, but we'll see. That's going to be at least, uh, you know, sometimes a lot of your offensive starters have to leave early in, in preseason games. We, you know, we get a discounted version of what the team looks like, but at least with the running backs, we're going to see a lot of players who will have some sort of role on Sundays throughout the season. Yeah, no question about it. And yeah, I, I didn't mean to discount what Gio's uh, 
contributions will be. I just feel, you know, Rashad White's probably going to end up with that Ronald. He's got, and White's got a higher ceiling. So, you know, oh, no doubt. if he can perform up to abilities, then it makes sense for sure. All right. Well, with that, Evan, we are going to get out of here. We want to thank everyone for making Locked On a Box your first listen or view of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league. David will be back tomorrow. Evan, I'm not sure how we're going to do WTSP Wednesday next week. I don't know. Maybe we can just do it, you know, in person from from one buck we'll figure it out but we're gonna find a way yeah it'll it'll be the first wtsp wednesday with all three of us that could be interesting i may just let i may just let david run with it because he doesn't get to talk to you nearly as often as i do but if you have questions or topics that you want us to discuss make sure you send us an email to lockdownbuckspodcast@gmail.com. Or you can call in and leave a voicemail. Be part of the show. The number is 813-444-5841. For Evan Klosky, I am James Yarko. Of course, check out everything that Evan is doing over there on 10 Tampa Bay and at 10tampabay.com. Check out my work at bucksnation.com. And make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks, and at Eklosky WTSP. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. Thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.